0: TV?
1: No. Now we're live. Welcome to the Cantina Mix Podcast, episode 158. Joel and I. We're going to be podcasting during the Mexico game. We had we had to watch the United States, so I relate, we though. That's the priority, no?
2: <laughs> yeah, the, the U.S. match against Colombia, really entertaining game. Uh, they went into overtime. A good. Five minutes and uh, it ran into the feed of the Mexico Costa Rica game, which is 12 minutes in. It looks like it's gonna be a you know, it's like both teams are looking for the win here. For Tuca, this is his home game. This is a volcano, the Tigres Stadium, and he wants to look good. Uh, you know, he's going to want to look good for his people. Um, there was some worry that it might not be a full capacity. Uh, I'm not sure looking at it. Cheekies.
1: There's a guy, Omar, uh, on Twitter. He's uh, he's at the game. He's been tweeting some pictures. Uh, it's not full at all. It's not it's sort of subdued, actually, I think Tom is reporting that there's not too much uh not too much activity going on, but uh let me find his name so I can give him his proper shout out
2: yeah if I don't know if you saw the the u s colombia game and uh the u s got Taken to the woodshed They lost 4-2 um, You know And, and we're talking because these are Mexico's you know Their biggest rival And, and They're going to be competing against them here in, You know For the Gold Cup and other tournaments But uh, you know e- Even though there was that big 4-2 defeat I wouldn't say, You know I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they're a bad team. They had a young team. Uh, they had Huea, who is 18. He collaborated in the second U.S. goal. El America they... es una mierda. <laughs> El John. <laughs> Greetings, John. Uh-uh. Gentlemen, how are you? Did you get to see the uh, U.S. Colombia game?
3: I saw Falcao's, I saw James's goal, oh, man. and Falcao's goal, and the fourth goal.
2: Oh. No, well, I mean, I'm just telling, because, you know, this is much like Mexico right now. U.S. is also playing with youth, and uh, it could very well be an even younger team. They had uh, the young Wah at 18 right there playing, and yeah, they lost four to two. They look, they you know, the, the scoreline looks pretty bad for them. But I saw some interesting things, John. I think this the equipo va dar pelea, you know.
3: Oh, there's no question. I mean, the U.S. is in. You know, if I were a U.S. fan, I would be very optimistic. There's, uh, they have, they have some very uh, talented young players, and I think if the U.S. just plays to their 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 absorb and counter, I think that they're, they're going to be an extremely dangerous team.
0: Yeah, but if they but
3: if they play to possess, they'll get they'll they'll lose every time.
2: Yeah, so I mean, we'll see what happens. Let's
3: step because, away for just um, a second.
2: I, I know some people are being like, "Why, why talk about that?" Well, because these teams they're building up, and and uh, you know Costa Rica as well. And these are the rivals that Mexico's gonna have to beat at, at Gold Cup, at at League of Nations Cup, at uh, if they're still doing that Concacaf one to determine who goes to the to the confederations. So I mean, these are the rivals, and these are a lot of the young, the new talent. Uh, and so Costa Rica's without their coach. They just signed uh Gustavo Latosas. Actually it's Matosas. But he's cool. I guess he's he's just he's not coaching this game. Um but I think those are the three teams that are gonna be at the forefront going into the next World Cup cycle, Costa Rica, United States and Mexico.
1: Yeah, same as always.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, the other teams, we have yet to see what what they have, you know, what they have in store. Panama's a bit older side. Uh, Honduras, Honduras had a young team going into uh, this past cycle, so we'll see how many of those players survive or how many improve. Uh, you know, it's always a coin toss with like with the Guatemalas and and the, and the El Salvadores and then. Another coin, coin flip, you know, in the Caribbean to see if it's Jamaica. Trinidad or Jamaica or, or which which one of those teams ends up having a, a good crop of players. Uh, for this Mexico team, you know, they didn't call up some of the the veteranos, you know, and and there's a big scandal going on right now. I wouldn't say scandal, more more like you know, a big debate over over. Tuka Ooh. said he didn't call him because they want to concentrate on youth, but then there's the the news has been, you know, getting reported that there's there's dispute over over image rights. Oh okay. Yeah, so I mean, and and for weeks, this has been getting reported for weeks now that. The Chicharo and Layun were gonna get, you know, pushed aside because they were part of the group that, that was, uh, you know, you could say protesting. Uh, did you guys see the, the video from the former Mexico general manager, um, Nestor? And he was talking about the experienced players, how they're the most likely to cause the most problems.
1: I didn't listen to base Nestor. What did he say?
2: Well, basically that, that he's like the, the more the more um, experienced players, they're the ones that bring the most to the team, but at the same time, they cause the most problems when it comes to, um, to rights for the national team because they feel that they're being exploited. Since they're famous now, they feel like the selección is profiting from them and they're not getting their just due. But Nestor was saying that they... That they might not get more money from the federación, but they are they are benefiting from being in the national team because they're getting more sponsorships, and being in the national team, you can negotiate better contracts with your club, so it's a pretty valid argument he has there,
1: so they're just a, they're just a bunch of divas basically the same as uh the same as past generations, the same as always for the Mexican national team.
2: To an extent, sir, yes. So, I <laughs> mean, we have the young crop right here who's uh...
1: – But I'm going to say, like, maybe it's the, the the women's team failure that's made me remember this. I think we're, as Mexico fans, we're just in for a lifetime of disappointment and punishment with this team. <laughs> because it's, brutal, the same, brutal. It's, the, it's the same mentality, man. But, Mexico but, can dom- dominate control, can have opportunities, always fail in the end and always miss, hit the post or miss and miss the, the last quarter goal and all that. So it's, it's, uh, you
2: know, that's true. That's true. But, but you know, at, at the same time, they've, they've remained the top 15 team for the past what 30 years and that's that's no easy task you know I I guess the frustration as fans we want them to be a top 10 and and it doesn't seem that far you know from 15 to 10 but it's it's yeah so close yet so far it, it is it, it you know it takes right. a lot to to break into that top 10 it, it takes a lot and and uh
0: I think part that's, of that's the where a lot of the
2: frustration comes from, well, not just mentality, I mean we're talking about the quality of the league uh quality of players being produced, you know
1: I say mentality because of because of the uh like the phrase chicharito uses to try to about
2: cosas up. yeah,
1: and then and then it always oh, seems like, like
2: there's a- that, almost a golazo from uh whoever's wearing number 14 for Mexico diving header
3: that would 20 be 20 uh, minutes uh, salivar
2: it just took 20 minutes but um yeah i think
3: <laughs> i think i think i think, uh, I, think I have to Charito. say hang on is this it let's see chingue a su madre el america <laughs> That's, you know, that, I keep hitting the wrong button.
2: You keep.
3: You, my path, you know what,
2: though. Uh Chigas was just talking about the mentality.
3: Oh, here it, and is, I'm here gonna, here it is. Let's see. Here
2: we go. muy chingones y la realidad. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he kind of has the right the right train of thought. But but I'm gonna say uh, just going on that about the whole mentality, and and I think uh, a big reason is that. You know, these, these players get paid really well. So from a very young age, they pretty much already made it, you know, which they'll have a house. They, they, they could have a business. They, their life is pretty set, you know, more comfortable than it had been for the most part. And, and I do think that plays because, uh, you know, conformistas, they, they get, you know, they settle in with that and, and, uh, you see the difference, for example, with Mexican boxers, you know, where where it's like it takes a lot for them to make it big. So we, when we talk about Mexican boxers being like the best in the world, there's no doubt in that. So it's like, what, why can't a Mexican boxer have that, that mentality, you know, to, to be among the elite, but the soccer players don't. And I'm going to say that, you know, their struggle is, is a lot harder for the most part. They have to do like over 20 fights without losing, you know, 20, 40 fights
3: of just. See, that's what happened to me, Coel, Is it? I, I had 19, <laughs> and then I lost, and then after that, it was over for me. So I, I couldn't. Uh... You lost at the
2: 19th. No, but yeah, imagine I lost you. Lost at
3: the 20th. You have the
2: next. You have the next Canelo and three fights in. He's already a millionaire.
1: The Chances different. are he's
2: not going to train as hard.
1: Well, okay, the yeah, the but can can it, is, he's going to dial it is. in, man. The playing field is more even in boxing than it is, um, even if, I think even back back then. Because right now, when Mexico's first starts, already the dominant powerhouses are in Europe, the teams. So there's a there's a huge level change or a, a skill level in uh in the top teams, whereas Mexico's and Mexico's down low, and they're trying to they're trying to catch up. Well, at skill right level. now, I, they're I, trying I... to. Play. To think that they can reach those levels, but they really can't. But deep down inside, they know they idolize all these guys, and they know they look up to these guys and they're better. But they don't—they don't say it, you know, out loud. They—they they say all these phrases like trying to boost their confidence, but they know deep down that they're, you know, they're trying to aspire to those levels.
2: Wait, well, you know what? I'm—I'm I'm gonna say this as far as skills levels concern. Something we've seen in the past, like six World Cups now. Mexico's not. You know they're a team that could go head up pretty much against anyone. So I mean their skill is is good. It's it's among the best. But, but what I think lacks is consistency. So well, we I just, could have
3: I always think back to that guy, uh, Cellini, when Juventus was playing Tottenham last year in the Champions League, and Tottenham, you know, had the had the the in the first leg they they got the advantage. and you know, they 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 won the first leg. And in the second leg, they they got to go. So they so they they looked like it was good, you know Tottenham were going through, and then Juventus ends up getting the two goals that they need to to, to win the uh, to win the match, win the tie, and they and they advance. And and Cellini said after the match, he said, he said "I said I'm not disrespecting Tottenham so they're a great team," I said, "but they're Tottenham." And and it, it says what I mean by that is that they don't play in the Chino. You, know, you know they're in the Champions League once every ten years. You know they they, they don't. Play games at this level very often, so that they, they don't necessarily know how to manage them as well as other teams. Hmm. And he said that that we knew we were going to have an opportunity to to, uh, to 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 win the game because 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 of the fact that that that, that they were inexperienced at this level and. You know, aside from playing on the Copa oros and Copa Americas, and, and you know, in the World Cups, and Mexico doing well in the group stage, and you know, the reality is, is it was when it comes to games like that, they have very few players on 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 Mexico's team that has played extremely high level games where they could they, they 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 can manage results like that, and 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 that's the biggest difference. That that is the biggest difference between Mexico and as you put, you know, as you point out those those top two two because. I mean to me the top tier teams are, are are Argentina, Brazil, Germany, Italy usually. Uh you know, France now for sure and Spain, you know, because because you know, you know their players. And 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 Belgium. I mean we talked about it in the World Cup. Belgium had what you know, 18 of their 22 players play in the Premier League and then when you think of their best players, you know, you know their best players play on the best teams. And they play really well on those on 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 those best teams. So you know they're going to be just great players. Mexico just doesn't have that. You know, Mexico has has a, a once in a generation player that that might play for a team like that. We've had Ugo, we've had Rafa, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, in 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 my lifetime, and I'm 46. And, and then
2: Chicharo kind of got close. You know, he touched. Chichero had a he he had, had a, a, fingertips. A yeah, he did. I mean, he got close yeah. in the sense that he. He scored over 20 goals that one season at Man U, and then he was at Real Madrid, where I would say politics kept him out of that team because he you know he goal, was though. he was on loan, but he whenever okay he played, media. he produced and he scored or he gave an assist.
3: Yeah, he I mean, got he, a penalty. he got him to the semifinals. He, I mean, his goal. He's,
2: yeah, against Atleti. Put him,
3: put him in the semifinals.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there was some politics there, so some bad luck. Uh, you know, where they kind of like, I, I think there was just Pensema. Um, he had just too much Oof. pull right there. Oof. But, Oof. Uy, golazo. Oof. You know, just two minutes earlier, Costa Rica had already threatened. Costa
0: Rica well, had threatened well, in well, Mexico. They started in and,
3: uh, playing with their seasoned, very veteran team. The, the, you know, if the, the, this should be a Costa Rica win,
2: this is their this is their World Cup team. Then you're saying, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. This is this is their their this is their well,
2: These are their gallos which I, they don't seem to be that, like you know like an older team compared to like you know so, some of the other Concacaf teams had like you know Panama even even you know so, even the U.S. Looking into the previous cycle. But they have players that were already, like, in their 30s. I- I'll say they're top stars.
1: That's your tocario, no? Joel. Joel. Joel Campbell. Joel Campbell, no?
2: Oh, man, that guy was, he was the Arsenal player, wasn't he?
3: Yeah, he was at Arsenal, and uh, then I think he had, uh, he beat, actually, Chicharito, when he was, like, a, like a, either Panathinaikos or, or the other one. One of one of one of the Greek teams, and and he scored a couple of golazos in that. Yeah, bad defending
2: be... right there in this Mexico team.
3: you'll never guess, you will never guess who uh, who who discovered Joel, Joel Campbell. You'll you'll never guess.
2: I never guess, uh, And In
3: his arsenal. Well, Have he him. he ended up going to Arsenal. I
2: almost got there. I almost got there. Ese equipo That's right. Wow. Interesting. Um, Yeah. This, this. We we were saying, John, how this is, uh, you know, this is Tukas. He's at his home, man. He's playing with his fans. It's a bit disappointing that
3: it's not a sellout, you know. It's actually uh, incredibly uh, surprising.
2: Yeah, uh, but they should have done it at the place. They should be very supportive.
3: Yeah, they should have done it at the other. I mean, I know what they're doing and what they were trying. You know, you know, at least Tuka is, you know, you know what he's saying is, listen, I'll, you know, we'll have those six games. I'm gonna just watch guys. I mean, to Tuka, this is essentially a practice. Yeah. I mean, seriously, because all, all he's doing is he's, he's given, you know, all 20, you know, there's going to be a set of one and a set of the other playing the, the two games. You know, unfortunately,
2: we lack that mentality where, and, and by we, I mean like Mexican fans the Mexican press, where we can't value how in the long run, in the long run, this is benefiting some of these younger guys. They're going to see the defeat, and and they're going to go chicken little mode. The sky is falling. Right. I was already hearing the other day, Pietra Santa. Oh, man, I don't know how that guy <laughs> – I don't know how that guy is in Pugol Picante, man. Uh, but he was already talking about John De Luisa, uh tenure, and he's saying how oh, it's a fracaso. Yeah. He's like – and I'm like, dude, it's Three
3: just – Three months started. in. Three months <laughs> yeah, in.
2: Three months in, I'm like, dude, just just chill man. Imagine you starting a job somewhere that three, three. Well, uh, uh... well well let, let me tell you what he was highlighting. He was saying one Seleccion doesn't have a coach. You know? Yeah. He said the female team got eliminated, you know, they didn't qualify to the to the World Cup to the female World Cup. And then you were saying that how the Seleccion nice. had lost. Nice. Ooh, golazo. I think, John, you're you're ahead of me by a few seconds. Yeah.
3: It appears yeah, it to be so. Fair. Hey, man. But that's, that, that is is how, that the,
2: that's that's the Chihuahua, Guzman? Yep. <laughs> now at Pachuca?
3: Yeah, he 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 had a, a knee injury before the World Cup. Otherwise, I think he would have uh, probably made the team because he was the, 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 the leader goleador, wasn't he? That scene, I, I got to tell you, I, nine times out of ten, a Mexican player on, on a play like that uh, would not one time it. They would, they would try to settle it and shoot. They would
2: stop it.
3: Acomodarse.
2: Acomodarse. Get the he, right foot.
3: He just tried it and it worked.
2: Oh man, it, that's oh, a beautiful goal.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Oof! I would score those goals in Cascaritas.
3: Man, that was nice. That's one of the nicest goals uh, Mexico scored in, in a long time. I got to tell you, that uh, contrataque that uh, that Tigre scored on against, in the Columbia game against the U.S. was uh, was uh, I, I counted it seven touches, seven touches to go ninety-five yards or whatever it was. And they I've, I've seen, seven touches.
2: I've seen three, John. I seen three touches as the fastest goal I've seen. It was Chivas when they were being coached by Leo Benhacker. Um, the goalie kicked it, got to midfield. I forgot who headed, and and then uh, Ismael Ismael Espinoza used to be the striker for Chivas. Right. He ran at the ball and before he line, he one time did
3: talk about a, about a, about a pecho frío on the Selección, man.
2: Oh yeah, what a disappointment. <laughs> and he got plenty of chances. Plenty.
3: Because he was he was, you know, he was in the uh in in that that spot where Luis Garcia and Hugo and Sagi were all retiring. So there was like a major major vacuum at the striker position after the 94 yeah. World
2: Cup. it's him, Daniel Guzman. You know, Edmo, Edmo, and Hermos the, you know, the,
3: the, 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 the second part of his you know, in the last part of his career. So you
2: know, yeah, Luis Hernandez was kind
3: had, of like you said, too. yeah, <laughs> yeah but he but you know, but he wasn't the the Chivas striker.
2: No, I know Luis Hernandez didn't make it too. He was older, but uh, he he was he was already playing. But and 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 you know what, John? Just look at all the strikers you named, and that's that's basically the problem with this Mexico team. Uh, they're not at that quality if you name them. It's like we went we went backwards.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, they had to rely on, you know, in the 98 World Cup, it was... And, of course, you know, Cuauhtémoc, that's when he started coming around, so... But he wasn't necessarily a striker as much as he was a forward. I mean, I wouldn't no, but, consider Cuauhtémoc a striker at all.
2: But in the league, you know, like like in the league, there was all these options. You had all these Mexican strikers, you know, getting regular playing time. Sure. Competing for the goal-scoring title. You, you just don't have that anymore. I mean...
3: It's been a you, long time.
2: We still have Oribe, and he's, he's in his thirties, and he's still like one of the few Mexicans that's up there in I mean, the.
3: You know, this is South something that, that we brought up here on the Cantina MX podcast right after the World Cup because we were. Yeah. You know, when we when only coming, when, there's only like yeah when there's only you know three or four teams that even start Mexican strikers.
2: Yeah, I mean, and and the, John, the other thing we said was that you know, not be surprised if we see a naturalizado, and uh, just recently I believe Furch. Of La Furcho fame, no, 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 no.
3: He's not, he's not La Furcho because <laughs> right now he's scoring Furchazos. You know.
2: yeah. no, but that's not, that's not, that was his fame with us, you know.
3: Right. Oh yeah. He, he <laughs> but but but, but <laughs> for for, yeah. Shoot. No. Oh. Ah. Too bad. The. Uh, but the issue still remains, though, is is that there's just. Not enough Mexican players playing extremely high-level matches.
2: No, and and, 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 it's... and
3: that's what Mexico needs to spark. It doesn't necessarily, you know. So so you know, I'm fine. You know, to me, I think if a Mexican, the Mexican league, to, in my opinion, is 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 of a good enough quality, I think, where a Mexican player. If they're going to make the jump, you know, don't jump to, you know, if you're going to jump to a quote-unquote feeder league in Europe, at least go to a, you know, a competitive one like the Bundesliga or, or even France, but, 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 or, or, you know, or, or just make the jump. You know, you know, Chucky Lozano is, is a good player. I mean, he, in my opinion, can, can play at Valencia right now and start.
2: Oh yeah. And that was, I think that wasn't that one of the other teams because there was a big disagreement Right there with the Pachuca brass, because there was some that wanted him to go to La Liga. They felt that um, he was he would have been better off going over there, and and then the others pushed for PSV, where they seem to have some type of accord, because then they sent the other guy just recently. Um,
3: well, I'm sure that there's a there's a promoter involved somewhere.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. He would have been better off in La Liga, man. He's, yeah,
3: I mean, right he doesn't.
2: The... It's it just to me, it's a bit amusing to see like you see him dominating, and I see a lot of the fans saying like they they kind of make it seem like PSB taught him that.
3: <laughs> right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> it was like, what? No, no, come on, man. He 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 didn't learn that in a couple weeks. In, in a couple of months how to do all I that. Mean, he, he was scoring
3: goals he, against America and at the Estadio Azteca in his first match and good goals. I mean, this kid had it from, 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 yeah. from the very start. And, and, <laughs> and to me, I mean, this this is a second year now in Europe. And he's played well in the Champions League to boot, so it's not like... Yeah, that, that know, was our thing.
2: Remember, John, we said yeah. if, if, he, if he's going to make the jump to the other league, he has to... He's not going to be by dominating Holland because that's no. just... It has to be. You're gonna have to look good in the Champions League and transfer market right now. Has been valued at 44, 44 million euros.
0: Really?
3: It's
2: about it's about 50 million dollars, man.
3: I didn't realize he was he was rated that high. So it's obviously uh, this. So I mean, he, the the first couple of games he's played. I mean, he hasn't like set the world on fire, but he's played well. He scored. He hasn't disappeared. Yeah, he's he, held he, he, he right?
1: one, disallowed. He had one disallowed. against Barcelona, a little bit. He 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 he. he he could tell he was looking up to those guys and he was a little bit pressured. Oh,
3: stop it. He was probably nervous as hell. I mean, you're playing... Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. So when that's you're playing perfect. against a big team... Yeah, but we're, we're talking about a player who's supposed to be, you know, the next big thing. And if, yeah, but, if we but, want him to move to these bigger these. But bigger he still leagues, had a good so game. He still to had a good game. I mean, he didn't, like he didn't
3: fall apart. Did, did, did he fall apart?
1: Yeah, he fell apart. That's what I'm saying. He fell apart towards the end. Like, that one goal, he, he, he used his speed. He beat uh, the Barcelona defender on the right side. And then he shoots it from an angle that's totally impossible instead of trying to beat the defender. So it was, it was, you know, his lack of confidence, I think, and, okay, I'm not going to do this. I'm just going to take this shot before a defender, you know, takes it from me, or this is my opportunity to at least try to, try to make a shot on goal when the I, angle was totally off. So you I,
2: I number, do you guys know what number 25 is for Mexico?
3: Uh... What position is he playing?
2: He's the defender. He's the guy that the last temple.
3: That's oh. uh, that's uh, uh, Angulo, I think. Oh man. Yeah, he's 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 very he's he's very young. No, that's. Uh, I mean, I mean, I know that 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 you're signaling out one play, but but I think but I think overall in the match, I thought he acquitted himself very well. Did did he miss Chen yet? But you know what? You're not going to score on every single one of your chances, but I mean, again, it's not—it's not like he's like he completely fell apart and was 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 non-existent and, and you know and, and didn't have any, any kind of influence on the game. And I don't think you can say that about about Chuki in that game. He influenced the game. The did he score now? But he made his well, presence felt. What,
1: what was the end? Of, was the final score though? That I mean Barcelona pretty well, much. It was, it was yeah,
3: of course, that. But but, you, but did you think that anything different was going to happen? I mean, Barcelona is. You know, one one of the, the three best teams on the planet, yeah, uh, and, and and PSV, uh, yeah, unfortunately, you know r- their goal, in my opinion, for this Champions League, other than to get experience, is to get the third place spot so they can go play the Europa League. That has to be there because there's no way they're going to make it to to the to the round of sixteen. They're just not. They're they're, they're just not good enough. The the, the Dutch league is, has always been más o menos right, but oh that. That was a very nice player, but the uh, but their their top teams have always been decent. Their top teams have always been decent. Ajax.
2: Is this a penalty? Is is it? Did a penalty just get called in?
1: It must yeah. have
3: because uh, the the players are acting like like, like it was.
1: I might be, be I might be being a negative Nancy, but like oh you are being a negative Nancy, dude. I think I think uh, well, Holland I think mentioned it a little bit the Dutch league. Um. Oh yeah, that's the. <laughs> I think I think we're like lowering. I'm lowering my my uh, oh, man, on that. that was one? So, sorry, chickies. That was a clear
3: handball. Yeah, absolutely. By
2: number 26 of Mexico. I don't. I don't have the names. Oh
3: yeah. Um, but that is
1: uh. Of... I'm ranking. What? It was <laughs> who who let who let Campbell score.
3: Oh it was Arteaga, So this was uh.
2: Was yeah, why are you trying to blame my boy my boy Van Rankin, man?
3: Come on. Oh, it was Van Rankin on the uh, Oh! On the, on the, on the, why is he why is he
1: your boy, yeah, man? <laughs> why is he your boy? Because he's the only Chiwa
2: player that's having a good season. Yeah.
3: He's helping he, he, make McCiwa's he, he, great again. Where where <laughs> was he made though? Why? So 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 because in, 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 in the one half chance that Chucky Lozano had against Barcelona and, and, and he didn't convert. So so to you that was an absolute absolute abject failure of a game
1: for Chucky. I think it shows it's it's a, it's a better sign at his true to Mexico fans who see him score all these goals and um and I would say this might be hard a mediocre European league he needs to move out of that league quick to show his true worth which this well, is – that was sort of a 44
3: million if he's his worth 44 million euro then he then he is money doesn't he, mean he, anything he money,
1: money doesn't mean anything to me if he goes and moves to a Spanish team and makes 75% of the amount of goals that he's making in in Holland then I'll be impressed then I'll be okay this is this kid is for real his mentality is up there with the big guys when i saw that when i saw that failure i was like okay that's you know that's a
3: seriously so 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 uh, again a a half chance in it to me a failure is when you have a one on one with the keeper right and it's just you and him and it's your, mentality thing
1: it's that the mentality me thing you have, you, have a, you have a decision to make. Your team is, has very few chances to even score against Barcelona. And you go for a shot that's like at a totally bad angle instead of trying to take on the defender. That shows, okay, your confidence may not be fully up there. Um, you don't want to risk ch- uh, you know, looking bad trying to take on the defender one-on-one. Let's just go for a shot that's never going to make it in there. I mean, it's just one little thing. He he played well the whole, the rest of the game. His speed was, was tremendous. He beat people up, uh, you know, with his speed. Um, so yeah, he's definitely a valuable player, but there's certain little things. Cause I want him to be bigger than Chicharito was. Uh, cause he cer- certainly has better skills in many aspects than Chicharito. Um, but he needs to, he needs to go to like a, a Man U, a Real Madrid, just like Chicharito, teams like that, and then do well.
3: Well I mean I mean you know this is his this is his test and you know so far I think I think he's passing. They they, they played Inter oh, yeah. and, and and if I'm not mistaken I think he had the day the, they, they lost two one but he assisted on the uh, on, on the goal. He made the pase para goal for the first goal, so he obviously had a direct impact on the on the result of the game there. And and, and somewhere he had a goal disallowed. Was that against Barcelona or was that against uh Inter? Inter. It was against Inter, so he scored, but it yeah. was disallowed. Was it offside or, or was it like some pendejada referee where like they really posed them? So not sure uh, I, uh again, so they have then they get Tottenham next, they have Tottenham twice, and then Inter and then Barcelona to, to round it out. Uh, again to me, uh the uh the the, the battle is, is, is against Inter for the uh, for the for the Europa League spot. And that's another league that's kinda slipped too, and that's uh Italy. But uh you know, the only team that can afford to pay players, uh, the big players, is, uh, is is Juventus, which is why they did what they did. With uh with half time.
2: Half time Mexico losing two to one. Does Tuca give the team uh,
3: one of his classic I don't think Tuca gives T- Tuca regañazo? Hmm. <laughs> flying farts at 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 any kind of you know st- strategy and tactics for this game. I think it's like, hey we're gonna play this, we're gonna play this. You y'all y'all go out and figure it out. I think that that's 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 Ducas and he's just he's just watching. He's just writing notes on each player. That's all he's doing. He's gonna turn in his report at the end. And then the next two he's got Tuca's Tuca going to the Bombonera. They're going to play uh, Argentina twice. That's uh, that's very interesting that they're doing that. And it's going to be in Argentina. So that's going to be uh Joel, that sounds that that you know if Joel if we were younger I would say road trip. Certainly for both games.
2: Um, but yeah I can't stay out too long.
3: That's right. That's right. I forgot that you were uh, that, uh, you, that, that yeah. you joined the uh, the legion of, of 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 the of the of the married men.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mary M-E-R-R-Y. We wear tights uh-huh. and we sing. <laughs> um, but but um. You know that that they're playing Argentina is very interesting. I, I can't. I don't think I've ever seen a friendly Mexico in, you know, in South America. So
3: it's been a long. I remember when I was a kid, they used to play Brazil because uh, Brazil would not go to Mexico, so they had to go play them in Brazil.
2: Yeah, but I just, I can't remember. You know, it's it's been all you all games in in the U.S. You know, right uh, for the most for like over twenty years now, so I can't.
3: Oh, it's been I, longer I, than that. Yeah, I outside of Copa uh,
2: America, yeah.
3: Exactly. I mean, and I think those things, like in the early '90s, is when uh, is when the Moneto started, if I'm not it, mistaken.
2: It, you know what was the default South America? It was uh, Miami.
3: Right. Well, it's still <laughs> is.
2: it was like the Universal Studios backlot when they need to do a. I mean. You know, when they need to do a scene in New York, they they well, just yeah, use the, the, the Universal Miami, Studios backlog.
3: The thing about Miami is. Uh, i mean the, it, it, it's not just the, the europeans i mean the, the the i mean the europeans love miami absolutely love it that that's why that m l s team is going to be a um it's gonna be a, they're gonna be a major player because they're going to be able to attract some mid level kind of guys that can uh that 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 are that are just totally digging and live in miami it's. Good. I think it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be going to be a good move for MLS to have a Miami team.
2: That that team's been well. They already have a team. Well, they, I mean, in Florida, so the two teams maybe I mean, established they, 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 classical. There was a classical – There was
3: a Miami team in the MLS of the Miami Fusion.
2: Oh, that. That I'm still thinking of them. <laughs> they, wait, the mutiny. They had no, the no. mutiny. They, well, they had not
3: have a mutiny, but I said the Miami Fusion
2: the other one was Tampa, right? Tampa Bay yeah, Mutiny. Tampa
3: Bay Mutiny with uh, with El Pibe.
2: I got to see him play, but I, I saw him at the Rose Bowl. It was a Mexico versus uh, Colombia. bellivor Belibor was the coach, and it was uh, it was a Nike Cup. <sighs> Mexico versus the U.S. And then when that game ended, half the stadium left, because we were treated to a double, you know.
3: And they played double, the Mexico U.S. double first.
2: feature. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did, and it was hot. It was really hot. And then, um, and then afterwards was the Tampa Bay versus the the Galaxy, and uh, I I wanted to see Peve, man. Like I just walked in the field.
3: Yeah. Was was Brody was Brody they, playing on the on, the, on
2: the, if the... they did a burn chart, it will probably just be like five by five.
3: <laughs> like, like uh, He's... like like Bofos in the in the in the game against Argentina in the 2010 World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but but that guy's like touch and
2: pass was amazing to see man.
3: You know like I he, would...
2: didn't even, he didn't even need to see who where the player were. The ball came to him and it's like he had eyes in the back of his pro and he he just like his passes were very accurate. He, he just like he knew where, where his teammates were.
3: Can I can I tell you something, Hoen? When I was doing the Copa America stuff, uh, I was flying to the next venue. Bibe wasn't was in the and at the American Airlines line behind me. Oh, and uh, I said hello, but that was that was as far as I you know I didn't want to be that Probably. guy. So I just said that. I said, I, I said say, buenos yeah. dias he, he said buenos dias. Buenos. She dia. say
2: don pibe, don pibe. Or, I should have.
3: <laughs> buenos dias, don pibe.
2: You know, to this name. Oh yes, Carlos. Carlos I forget his name. I didn't just call him pibe, which is pretty interesting. You know, that's that's, that's like Argentine slang. Right. For kid, so I don't, I never found out why they, how he got that name.
3: He is a uh, interesting looking dude. I think he was with his wife actually. She was, uh, they're, they I mean, they were they were very nice. Don't get me wrong. It was, it was like he just like brushed me off. Like, no, you know, move on, move along, move along. Todo bien, todo bien, el pibe. Yeah, he never changed his look.
1: So saw, so let's
3: uh sorry Joel. I don't wanna give you your, I'll give you your one last uh one last love letter <laughs> to Pibe.
2: One last le- no no that that was it man. That was that was just it was nice to get to see him play, you know.
3: So three months in the, the in, in in Tocayo's reign at, at 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 the at the Femex food and, and in those three months he's seen Mexico uh you know, crash out of a World Cup where they were, uh, you know, minus five on the on the goal differential the last two games, and then they lose badly to 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 Uruguay, as 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 was discussed before the match by by Chiquis. and then uh, then they lose their uh, the, the other friendly to the to the, the hated rivals, the U.S. One zero, where 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 the U.S. are now convinced that they have. The upper hand in the in, 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 in the rivalry, and uh, we have that happening. They they're still have. You know, they they haven't found a coach. They've 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 made twenty four inquiries, but but those those twenty four weren't necessarily candidates. How do you think those twenty four feel now? And then and then on top of that. Just this week, the, the Mexican women's national team, after the Liga Mekis Femenil, in its third or fourth year, you know, done pretty well. Uh, they've they've uh, sold some tickets for some games. They've, they've, they have a, I'm going to say a strong league, but, a, you know, a league that's been, they have a league. And they lose to the U.S. badly, 6-0, in, in their first match. So they were up against it on the goal differential. Beat Trinidad four one, but look poor doing so. Not not necessarily a, a, a team as experienced as Mexico. You think would would, would play a little better, and then ended up being totally outplayed by 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 Panama. Uh, and uh, you know, Panama the deservedly wins two zero against uh, Mexico. And
1: wait, they were totally outplayed. Or I heard they had pretty good shots on goal and. Uh... Any missed a penalty kick that should have got him up 1-0 before the half.
3: Panama made their chances, and Mexico didn't. That to me is a team that that gets that gets out.
1: Yeah, but what I, what I, what I was talking to Joel earlier was that we we know Mexico for their bad finishing, for losing against teams like this who who bunker down and and don't get as many opportunities on shots on goal, and it, and it transmitted. It seems like it's transmitted over to the to the feminine. Because the same thing, <laughs> that same thing happens to them. But, where they should have beat the, they should have beat Panama. They have a penalty kick they miss. They have many opportunities. I think from, from balls hit the post, and then they end up losing.
2: It's um, just bad luck to me for the feminine. I think it's just one of those games, man. You know where it, it anything that can go wrong goes wrong.
1: I had an interesting thought on them when I was listening to. Uh, the, the I mean, they
2: missed show.
1: a penalty. They missed it. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I was I was listening to them talk about it, the three the three homegirls, and uh, I was thinking, okay, so Mexican Americans aren't allowed to go to the Liga MX Feminine. I mean, no. So uh, so so these um, these well, Mexican well, girls, what now? The they're just Americans,
2: though. In Mexico, they're just Americans.
1: Yeah, the American American they're, girls They're just, just gangsters like, um, over there, man. They, the Gangas that play for the Mexican national team cannot play in the Liga MX feminine.
2: Why not? Well, they're no foreigners. I think they have a no foreign rule. Yeah. For I, I guess for a couple of years, they just want to develop local talent.
1: Yeah. So, so these girls they're are They're doing what I starting, hope
2: Liga MX does one day.
1: <laughs> this is a brand new league, so I wouldn't expect these girls who just barely starting to play.
0: Yeah, it's it's going to take them um,
1: to do very well. Right. If this team was all Mexican American girls, all gringas, then maybe they, you know, they have the experience of the university. They have the experience of the NWSL. But if you mix in, and I might be totally wrong, but the talent of of girls that are in Mexico that barely, you know, barely have started playing in a in an established league, then you know, their their level is not going to be. Yeah, it's
2: going to take a couple of years to settle down. I You know in the
3: crew of things. Well, I mean, I was watching their game against Trinidad, uh, and what I saw was well, they just they just had no imagination, and you know, as you pointed out, they're just, just terrible finishing. I mean, they just, and it was it was it, it was like it reminded me oddly enough of uh, of of Mexico's 1982 World Cup campaign, which they did not uh, qualify for either. By tying Haiti and losing to El Salvador, and what ended up happening? Again, they just? It wasn't that 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 they were bad at finishing; they just couldn't finish. They couldn't get to a spot to finish because they would always make that one pass. They just didn't have to make. You know, instead of shooting, it's got to pass. You know, or you know, instead of you can just see it, they just for whatever reason they did they just couldn't pull the trigger, and that's what I saw here. I saw them trying to make as if they were trying to get make 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 the pretty goal. You may, may make that one, you know, last pretty pass, and they just put them in in, uh, in 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 bad spots, and they were also just so. I mean, everything was down the. Fl- I mean, everything was down the flanks. Everything. I mean, it, it, it was down the flanks and Puro centro, and you know, against against you know, bigger, really? taller teams, it's never going to work.
2: No, but you know, a good thing. Not that it's good, but a good. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better word, term, um, at least the, at least people are paying attention now. Cause how many times did the U.S. not? I mean, how many times did Mexico not qualify? You know, did the female team not? And then and it was it didn't even make the news.
3: Right. I mean, so they then, had then a, then it, I think in 07, because I know they made the '11 and '15. In '07, they 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 qualified for the playoff, but they had to play Japan. And it was a home and home, and uh, I don't. I think they either won one zero or it was zero zero here, but Japan won like two like, zero like or in Japan, so they ended up. Uh, well, so, so it's not as if this is the first time they have made the World Cup, and, and but you're right, though. I mean, these people are noticing, and you know, again, if Mexico is going to be serious, I mean, if they're going to be serious about women's soccer, then take it seriously, and. You know and it looks like they're they're taking they're taking those steps but as as, as cheeky says you know it's only the leagues what just two years old you know l- let's see how they do in the next world Cup cycle that would be a much better uh judge of uh of whether or not the you know the league is 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 doing what what they hope it does which is what just to make the, the the mexican the female mexican player better So we'll see because I know at the youth levels they they they, they seem to do pretty well in Kokakav. So you know you know let these girls and they, you let these girls go up against some of these pros, you know, a, as professionals, and then we'll see how that uh, turns out for them. So hopefully it'll be a little better next time going around. But but you would have to think that 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 despite all that that this was a uh, a, a, a a a very 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 uh, big black mark on the uh, on on the. The, the sport in Mexico by not qualifying.
0: I mean, there's there's no denying that.
1: I wonder if it was in the papers uh, this morning. well if there was only
3: some way that we had some way of finding that out?
1: I wouldn't... I would, well, being negative is death. I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't. And then this friendly results, if they, if Mexico lose, uh, they'll be out there humiliating the, the men's team <laughs> on the, on the morning papers.
3: I don't know. I mean, Mexico's playing with a bunch of guys. I mean, they're just, the, you know, they're making their, if not their debut, you know, their, their second or third cap. I think that, you know, the ones that are doing that are just doing it just, just to do it. But I, I think that, you know, anyone that, that, uh, knows what's going on. I, I don't think we'd have a problem with, with Mexico losing.
2: Second half about to start.
3: You know, this There's was the... Uh...
2: Taylor Right there.
3: Yeah, Brian, Brian Reese. Reese. Gamble. They have, you know, does Gamboa still play for, or Fonseca, is he still playing for, for Costa Rica? What about uh, Medford? You know, I used to have Medford. He was my striker in uh, in FIFA, like 03 or 04. I forget what it was. <laughs> He, had a he was a badass. He was such a great header of the ball in the, in, the, in that game. It was I, I, mean, I it didn't was know so you played fun.
2: FIFA, John. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know you played
3: a... Hey, so who is the, the, the old, long-haired, ratty-looking dude that's always with the... Uh...
2: <laughs> he looks like Master Splinter. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> who is that guy? <laughs>
3: I'm
2: he's, he's just waiting for the ooze. To spill, so he could raise some turtles. Yeah, I mean, he looks, like, he looks like he
3: could be a character on Mayans. You know, he's, <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's he's the guy that sweeps their motorcycle club.
1: That's right. They need, right. They need to put in Jurgen down. That's my man.
3: Jurgen. Well, he's
2: Jürgen. he's the yeah. He should be the local hero.
3: The one trick pony. Jürgen.
2: The second fastest soccer player, just behind um, Bale.
3: So anyway, so back to the uh, so 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 does this make Yon de Luisa look bad then?
2: No man, that's. I mean, wait till the tournaments, you know. Is
3: it, is it time to throw Yon de Luisa out, or Is, is it? No, is that's it the boot. More
2: like, more like. Via Santos and some of these guys keep talking shit. They're gonna find that they they're gonna find their their beat out from some of these press places. You know, they won't be able to get into the locker room. I, I don't think I don't think uh, Mr. DeLisa cares, man.
3: So what does it say about uh, about, him. about uh, uh, Henry Martin that Jurgen Dam is taller than him?
1: That's typical.
2: Wait, how tall is is Jurgen? Is he six? Is he at like six feet? I don't
1: know. 6'2". Six two, 6'1". Six two, six Jurgen is even taller than uh
2: Let me ask than, the internet.
1: Than Tuca. Yeah Tuca's not taller than Martin's not tall, so here's a, here's a was, thought though.
2: There was oh, another wow. um Mexican German way back when. I'm going back to ninety five. He played at tecos uh his name was Marquez Lopez. I don't know what his German last name was, but he was he was i think his mom was German. and that dude was like six foot five he was a, a holding midfielder, really yeah,
0: man
3: but what I, God, I, what I was... called
2: him up but um, oh <laughs> he would have creamed <laughs> his pants, huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, He'd have been He's six yeah. one. Hey, everybody, Juergen... <laughs> we're all gonna get laid. Your game, damn, is six one. Wow. Marcus. Marcus Lopez' name was spelled with a K.
3: Marcus a Lopez K- was his name. That's okay.
2: Awesome. So
3: I don't remember him at all, honestly.
2: You know what? And I think um, yeah, he wasn't as tall as I thought he was. <laughs> Cause I'm checking his height now, and it has him at six two. But I had I had seen him at uh...
3: well six two in Liga I, is, is like six six anywhere else.
2: No, but I had seen, and I'm going way back, way back. You know when you needed this info from magazines. <laughs> there he is Uh-oh. Gustavo wow. Latosas taking a selfie.
3: That noise—he's taking pictures of, of the of the.
2: Hey, nice belt, of man! The, this guy—he. T- he, he I gotta a tie a.
3: I uh I think that this this is a slam dunk hire for Costa Rica. I think I think it's cool. exactly what they need.
2: Well la well, La Tosas was vetoed from uh, Liga MX. He pissed someone off and they you know, they vetoed him. So he couldn't well, get his, any jobs.
3: His last gig was America, so who did he piss <laughs> off in America?
2: Probably Mr. Yon, uh, your tokayo. And and the other guy that had been vetoed is um Mati, but I think Mati I think he extended an olive branch. So I think we might see him in two years. I I give it two years. And he'll be back? He'll be back, yeah.
3: That was a good move on his part, too, I thought. I don't think it was necessarily where he wanted to be. But uh, I think that it's, uh, (laughs) I I think that the, uh, it, it, it could certainly be a great place for him to rehab his image and
2: yeah, and, and you you, you, know, you know the one thing I'm wondering because you know a lot of times you know a club will pay you like like say you got sacked and you still had like two years left in your contract and they'll keep paying you but if you get a job then like they don't have to. Oh. Yes. So I mean if if that was in the in the the stipulation or in the contract like the re- re- recession. And Chivas doesn't have to pay him, you know. I think that would that would be one of the reasons. I think another reason is uh, he has he has an academy in Texas. I, I think it's Houston. It's called um,
0: the Almeida made IFC.
2: It. Yeah. And uh, you could rent a field there. Like he has like um,
0: a a professional stadium.
2: regulation size field. Two hundred an hour if you want to rent. If you want to rent the cancha right there. So four hundred dollars mm-hmm. to play a game, um, you know. I used to pay five dollars when I played at Sunday Pub League. So this is like what, maybe twenty-five a player? Because you got to pay a coach. I mean, right. not a coach, a ref. You have to pay a ref. It was like fifty bucks. Not bad. I'm, but want outside have academy. But I don't want to. I don't want
3: to deal with that.
1: I don't get the I don't get the hype with Almeida, but whatever. Chivas fans influence spreads.
3: Yeah, he won a lot of trophies for Chivas, and I know that the uh, people want to be a little that but 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 trophies are trophies. You can only win the, the, the tournaments that you're playing in. And uh
2: Hey, John, you're in Houston. Wait, aren't both of you guys in Houston?
3: Hell no. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you, sir?
2: I was gonna say you guys could go swing by the the Mati Academy, his training academy,
3: you know. You know, I, I was gonna play, what? but because you said that, Joel, I think, I think, I think for the for the rest for the rest of of the any time I'm I'm gonna play something Guadalajara related, it's gonna be this. Just, just to make you feel bad. <laughs> just, just to make you feel bad.
1: I'm is gonna be offended.
3: Because, because, because then it's it's it, it's 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 the America theme.
1: But yes, it's, also Parchi,
3: it's also Parchis, One of your one of your boyhood favorite <laughs> it was, bands.
2: It was. Okay. I was brought up on Parchis, who I thought were Mexican until and, and, recently.
3: Now Team Biriche was Mexican.
2: Team Biriche was Mexican.
3: Because were just really
2: white Mexicans.
3: Well, like Team Biriche <laughs>
1: Is like, the <laughs> like the Hotel Ramon,
2: like the The more things change, they stay the same. <laughs> um.
3: <laughs> wasn't Talia? In, in, wasn't she one of the original members of Timbiriche? Yeah,
1: she was.
3: No wonder. I
2: think. Uh, I think that's why. That's why Chicky started wearing a headband.
3: That explains a lot of things uh, for me. Actually, that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Who else on that? Yeah. So anyway, so so uh, so so Mati goes to San Jose Earthquakes. You know they're in dead last place. I, I did. A, I was able to produce a Dynamo game a few weeks ago against San Jose, and they were in uh, in dead last place. They were. They were just not playing well. They go up two zero in, in in the first half, and lose the match three two. Just not a very good uh not a very they just did not have a very good season they had already fired their coach so, but they have you know they have some talent. his m l s I mean you know you can you can go get yourself uh, uh two or three solid players and you can make you know have a, the makings of a, of a decent team so we'll see how it turns out for him uh as uh you know i, I do think that uh, you know two coaches that have had success in mexico with Matosas and now costa rica and and almeida up up in uh, up in san jose. It, it it it's starting to make me wonder if if it really is going to come down to Gatos uh, and uh, who was the other guy that and uh, and Tata Martino who's with Atlanta who I'm pretty sure that they've actually had some pretty in depth conversations with.
2: Well, you know, some of the news leaky now saying that that Elisa does not want a Mexican coach. So Mexicans vetados.
3: Who? No. Do you think that he would actually say that to anybody in an official capacity? Or do you think that that's just an agent? No, to... I
2: I think it's for political reasons, you know. Because I, I, these coaches are always backed by by clubs and all that. So I guess it is better for them to have someone that's not affiliated.
3: Someone that's independent.
2: I mean just to avoid all this infighting which right. we've seen all the time. It was a big cause for the whole, when Hugo Sanchez was coach, you know? Right. There was this whole group against him, uh, including Vergara. And, and,
3: well, Vergara had him fired. Vergara was yeah. the one who told him not to uh, let the door hit him, in the, hit him in the ass on the way out. I mean, that was probably his last. And <laughs> Vergara went out and got Sven. You know, Televisa said, here's some rope. Go for it, nope. brah. You know, don't call us when it all falls apart. Yeah. Because we're going to be the ones that are going to bail you out. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happened. You know, it's unbelievable to me that, that Sven would start two eighteen 18-year-olds who had never played qualifiers in their lives. You know, in their in their first match at the Azteca against probably the the, the toughest – team to play for them there, Honduras. <laughs> and then he plays, you know, three 18-year-olds in the game, just because they played in Europe. And Leandro. Boy, Sven had a he had a massive man crush on Leandro. He was a Sven inamovible.
2: And then he was he was also playing Mboso. Um,
3: yeah. He didn't care. He did not care about the nationality. He just like, they, they, if they're eligible and they're playing well, if I like their style, they're going to be on the team. So, so when you say not no Mexico, like like no Liga MX affiliated coach or just straight up, you know it has to be an extranjero.
2: No Mexican, like Mexican national from Liga MX.
3: Well, again, so is it is it just any any coach that's Liga MX affiliated or just or just a? They...
2: No, I just heard no Mexicans. So, huh? I, I would say I,
3: I, I, I don't believe it. I don't. I, 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 just, would, I just don't believe that, that that anybody would be stupid enough to make that kind of comment to anybody.
2: Well, that's it. Got leaked, man.
0: Well,
3: that's uh, that is uh, if it did get leaked, it didn't get leaked by Yon Deluiza. No. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's somebody with a bone to pick. If it if it's even true, then that, there that, that was something that he said, which I'm not entirely. Oh, that was nice. I'm not entirely uh, sure of. Oof, Henry Martin, come this on. This is down. the the
2: Amigis in the chat. You know, they were talking about the spirit that this team shows, which I have to agree. I am. You I know, you, if anything, this is you know algo que resaltar from this, this squad is that they don't throw the towel. You know, they could be getting outplayed or not looking good, but they're still they'll keep fighting, which is something we saw against Uruguay.
3: Well, I mean, they don't they don't know any better. You know, they they're not the the jaded uh, you know thirty somethings that have you know played three and four World Cups. Man, it was Jurgen with 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 the pass. Look at that! Took us two subs. He's a genius. A genius, that man. Two subs in ten minutes. And that's like his. That's that's Jurgens
2: one out of like one hundred. That's right. That he's he's gonna send right because he 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 has has the capacity of an AYSO under twelve player when it comes to crossing. Man, he'll he'll send them everywhere except where they're supposed to be.
0: I remember one time I put uh,
3: that I forget who it was that it would, and I said that uh, that this guy was the Jurgen Dam of Gringo Castros. <laughs> like the, this guy would just having a, a rough time crossing the ball. Gringo Castro, yeah. I mean, that was just. I mean, how many times did he just make it? Just a terrific plays. To get down there, you know, and just you know, and, and it has a, a you know looks looks at what he's doing, has enough time to look and try, and then just send one like eighty yards the wrong way, just
1: just terrible. His uh, his legacy is the Michael Jackson dance.
3: That is true. He did he did end it on a high note. Yeah. Gringo Cas. <laughs> he actually uh, had a really good game against uh, actually against Costa Rica in that qualifier when they won three zero on the the goals that. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I thought were just the, the beginning of what I thought was going to be an incredible career for Giovanni Santos with the national team where just the, the, the goal that he scored and the, the two that he set up were just, a, you know, put the team on my back kind of moment. He was, what, 19 at the time? Just just incredible plays. It's uh, very unfortunate for him.
1: That, uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to say... Uh... If I recall a Costa Rica game, like a, a Mexico game in Costa Rica, and I think it's been it was quite a while since they've uh, won in Costa Rica, and it was like a lot of pressure. Jimmy Jimmy Lozano came up with a a nice set piece goal, and they ended up winning.
3: Yeah, and then he then remember he scored ten minutes later on the Palomita.
1: Yeah, it was two. So he scored two then. Right? Yeah, yeah, he
3: scored two in ten minutes. Yeah, it was it was yeah. Those were man, that was another player. That man, when he was on, he was on. Well, what a great player he was when he was when he played well. I, I thought he was uh, when he. I remember he was like an 04, 04, 5 when he was a national team and, and just lighting people up. That uh, I, I thought he was going to be like, and he was a pool match, so I thought, oh, you know, this guy's going to be the, the next super duper star. I, I just thought, I just thought he was just a terrific player. Yeah, he was good. Man, his his free kicks were just outstanding.
2: Hey, speaking of Gringo Castro, he was last working with Queretaro, in their youth team.
3: Got to hope he's not showing him how to cross. Hope he's not the, <laughs> the crossing coach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would I would hire Pony Ruiz as the crossing coach. I remember people would say that uh, that a lot of the Borghetti calls was just Pony Ruiz banking the ball off of his head.
3: <laughs> now, Borghetti oh, was an, oh, Borghetti. an amazing header <laughs> of the ball.
2: They thing that Borghetti had to do was just stand in the box. And then Ooh, Pony would they. do the resume.
3: They cut it coming in. And uh, Raúl Jiménez. Yes, yeah, so, uh, uh, I was actually watching this the show on Univision de Carlos Me- Los Mejores diez, and they had like those Mejores diez Campeo- uh, Cam- campeones inesperados, and, and they had a, a Santos uh, against the Necaxa, like in '96, I think it was the, the first uh, Torneo Corto. And you know, Necaxa was Necaxa, you know, the 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 super team, the the killers, La Puente and Pelaez and, Peláez and Nacho, Aspé, Aguinaga, you know, just this, 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 uh, Nacho Ambriz.
2: Was he was he still there? or musician.
3: I Ella can't Yeah, they had a great. I mean, they were they were the team of the at least the early part of the nineties. Just a just a terrific team, and then and then and then
1: no one had heard of
3: these Santos guys, and it was plenty of reason they was you know sending like you said, centros to this this young guy named Jared, who who you know was. They bought from Atlas, and yeah, it just you know the rest is history. I didn't even know Isaac Brizuela was playing, so obviously that didn't work out too well for Mexico. And uh, Raúl Jim- Jiménez was having a very good see- uh, uh, bar- uh, start to a season. Think and about fifty uh, percent or sixty percent of the goals 50, scored. Fifty-six percent. Fifty-six. There you go. Fifty. I I, I did. Uh, I, I was doing some 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 number crunching earlier Joel and it and it added up to fifty six percent. Fifty six percent.
2: That's very good. I mean he's not scoring goals but that's very effective. You want that player in the field.
3: Yeah. and and and, and he does he reminds me a lot of of how Kikin used to play where you know that's why I always thought that Kikin and Guatemoc were a great partnership. That's an Guatemoc wasn't i I'm sorry? That's
1: an insult. I why are we comparing there? him comparing him to Kikin.
3: No, hang on a second, hang on a second. Let me let me let me let me explain why.
1: Because Ki
3: K- was willing to do all the dirty work. You know, all, all the all the, the defending. Basically the defending. You know, and he was and he was willing to just do whatever it took to, to get the ball back and this and that and and, and, and be that guy to to receive the Byronassos and everything else. And Kikine did a damn good job at that. There's no you know, Kikin gets a bad rap. Kikin was a gamer. Uh, I don't know why people bad mouth kicking so much or low load dude scored a lot of goals and uh scored a lot of goals for mexico too but anyway so but but raul on top of that has has incredible uh goal scoring skills because he can shoot well with either foot and he's a good header of the the ball and and he's and and obviously again you know someone has that many assists you know has good vision and good touch around the uh, around the area too so he's done because a striker is not going to send a, you know, a 30 foot in, at, at least not very often, or a 30 yard, you know, he's not going to be on the flanks. So a lot of his it's, assists are going to be, you know, setting up guys to take some nice shots. And then and, and two of those goals, he, he did that. He, lay, he laid them off perfectly. And guys just blasted it into the net. I got so, a
1: comparison. I got a comparison for you, though. Hit me. And the thing I like most about him is his, like, technical, his, his on the ball, you know, foot ability and everything. Uh sort of reminds me of uh of uh, aldo de aldo <laughs> what what should have been from aldo de because he was a big guy also and he had yeah. he had good footwork in, in, in you know in the box and he was able to move around
3: you know Just what out of those his biggest problem was is that he would get hurt like oh, yeah. once before tournaments, yeah,
1: yeah, big guys with good footwork.
3: Because remember, in, in 2010, remember, his brother had just died. And then in that Liguilla, before y'all remember that, when he scored like eight goals in the Liguilla? And it was he and, and Chupete, and they just destroyed whoever it was. Had a had a, had a had a really good final. And it was, again, his brother just – and then he had that – you know, he and Chicharito were, were, were trading goals, basically, for the national team. But then he got hurt, and they had to call in Guilla Franco. So it could have been, you know, Aldo and, uh, yeah, and Chicharito in
2: 2010.
3: And I, it should have been Aldo, Aldo and Chicharito in 2010.
2: Yeah, it's a shame what happened. And Tano De Nigris, too, um, he had the makings, you know, of being a, a star player for the Selección. Toño, um, he, he, he had that one good game against Brazil when uh, Mojitos was coach.
3: He also, in the semifinal against Uruguay, in the game that Borghetti did the, the shake and bake and, 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 and scored, Tano was the one that got the, the game winner.
2: Yeah, he, he was good in the air. Um, It's a shame, man.
3: Is it T- Tano or Antonio?
2: It, it's both, because um, it's Antonio. Antonio de Nigris. Right. But but in Argentina, if you're of Italian descent, they call you Tano. Like Italiano, Tano. Oh, okay. So. So yeah, I guess the RGs in in Monterrey, or I don't know how it got there, they would started calling him. Well, I mean, his, his
3: name is Denigris, I'm sure that that's. Well, anyway, he yeah, he got black. See, he to me is is the, is the is the just the the, the, the terrible damage that stupid Pacto de Caballeros does, to, to players. Is is a guy like 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 has to go and spend the rest of his play, you know, good years. Playing in like in in, in in you know in outback leagues, you know, Turkey and you know wherever it was, you know where, where he bounced around, because Monterrey would not allow him to come back into the league, and they would ask about it, and the radio goes I can't comment about that, and it's just uh, I mean th- there's no reason for that, there's no reason for that, you know, and then then the, the guy guys up having a heart condition and dying. Which is again unrelated to the Pacto de Caballeros, but
2: did they ever say like what was the cost of the of heart thing? You're
0: he just, just had
3: an irregular heartbeat. You know, just, it just his, his heart wasn't right. It was very unfortunate for, excuse me, for uh, Mister the there. But his brother Aldo had, a, and then also in 2014, remember I mean, he was the one that scored against uh, Jamaica. In Jamaica, this is 2013, so he was obviously on uh, on Chepo's radar. He had a great Gold Cup when Chicharito couldn't score; it was it was the Nigris that would get the goals in the Gold Cup. So he was he was he was in the plans, and then he got hurt again before 2014, and he couldn't go.
2: There is another that the Nigris, I think, because these guys played in both Tigres and Monterrey. Right. I think it's in Monterrey, um, but he he doesn't have the Vinígeris. It's not his first. Uh, it's his second last name. It's the sister. It's the sister's kid. Uh, so I don't. I have to look. I have to see who it is to see if cause
3: so he's a half. He's half of the Vinígeris.
2: He's a half Tano man. So yeah, gotta see. And this I had heard of him a few years back, so I don't know what happened. Might have fallen off of the radar.
3: So, Hoya, did you get to watch the the U.S. Columbia match?
2: Yes, I did, sir. I was keeping tabs. You know, I I want to see what what the region has in store for us. But yeah, yeah, that that they when they went up when they took the lead, and uh, that was Julian Green. He stole the ball. He passed to Hoya, George Hoya, son. Who's 18. Um, And then he.
3: 18 and playing for PSG.
2: Yeah, he took it. He took it down the wing and then he crossed it in for Bobby Wood. So, I mean, those are some young players, and that's. You know, they lost bad, but I still think they have. It showed. There's a lot of good positive stuff right there, you know? Yeah. A lot to work with. I think they're going to be one of the stronger teams. I was telling I was telling Chikis earlier, Costa Rica, Mexico, U.S. They're gonna continue being the the three the three teams to beat in the region.
3: Yeah, I do think that the, that the balance of power though is gonna probably start shifting toward the U.S. Because I think that they're, you know, you know, based based on potential, I do think that they probably have uh, uh players that are a little, a little bit more, uh, at least at the skill position, a little more talented than Mexico. Maybe Mexico just didn't have the experience. Of the ones that that are talented yet. But you know,
2: but you know, like this side is missing. You know, like if you if you were to bring some of the other players, like Hector Moreno and uh, the tons of the other guys, it just become automatically that much more stronger. You know, you get Sure, get an and that. all that. So I mean, I, the U.S. still doesn't have that. They don't have that luxury. They they really can't bring in some of their better players are already over the hill. You know, they're they're dues. <laughs>
3: right well, we'll and the well, other guy um is, is is that if the u s goes back to w- w- what they should do, which is to to absorb and counter which i mean that's you know there's nothing wrong with playing that style that with w- with the players they have uh they could, they can do very well with that now, where they're probably lacking a little bit when they're absorbing and countering is on the on the defensive side. And when they try to possess, you know, they still don't have the the, the players that have the the capability to to do that effectively. Penalty. Top of death. I think so. And somebody got pushed. Henry Martin, I think got Henry Martin got. Oh yeah, he got ta- he got taken out.
1: Maybe. Uh, they held him down. Yeah, he. Oh, and, and then they let him
3: go. <laughs> that was. Very dark artsish there. Uh, now, now Raúl Jiménez missed the penalty the last time he, he took it, so he's about to take one here. Let's let's see if he gets his if he gets his mojo back. Maybe he should just blast it into the
0: corner and not even do his stupid little.
3: See, when it doesn't work, it becomes
0: it becomes a problem.
1: But okay, Lord. He's Real Madrid. He should he should block all these, Concacaf guys, man. These lower level three, Concacaf three. teams.
2: Three two. I mean, oh wait, it's three two. No no. Um, from the chat, um, you know, um, el amiguis el amigos.
1: Chicas, um, I, I thought you were gonna you're gonna fire up the phone lines.
2: He didn't, man. Chicas, one job, dude.
1: I'm a, I'm on a I'm on a get a hotel uh, internet connection. I'm. I'm
3: lucky to be hosting. So what, 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 what one-horse town are you in, what, uh, Oh, New York what, City. What, I, add, I can what, add him. You want me to
2: add
1: uh, somebody? El,
2: el, el Amigui's el Albo was saying
3: he could see this ending 3-3. Three, three, um, Codazo? Codazo was saying that? Yes. Savage. Codazo is very, very, very prescient. You know, Codazo agrees with me that... Uh, if Mexico does not get the uh, you know the coaches on the outside and they're going to have to look 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 inside i, I do think that diego alonso is going to be the uh, is gonna, is going to be the chosen one
2: who is going to be the chosen
3: one diego alonso oh because if they, if they have if they have to pick a diego mexico's coach which i think is you know, probably at, at at fifty fifty at this point. Then you know, they, they, it's not going to be Tuka, and it's not going to be Piojo. So uh, out of the other sixteen dudes, you know, who who has the how would I put it the uh, the the panache to to, to carry. To carry himself as, as 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 that person, and I think he fits the bill perfectly. I think he's got national team coach written all over
2: him. I found him. I found him, uh, John. He's found a who? good-looking kid. Ah, uh, so uh, Nicole, sobrino Nicole. de, de
3: If people just tuned in right now and and, and heard what you said, <laughs> they would be very worried about you,
2: Listen, let's, let's, hey, you. let's. Let's not pretend. It's, it's not like it doesn't. It, it matters, you know. When 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 players get, you know, picked up to by sponsors to promote stuff. Well, sure. That that goes a long way. It's it's a reason why Nacho Ambriz, you know, didn't really you, you didn't see him selling uh, hamburgers for Denny's or, or Pepsi or anything.
3: Like that. That's
2: right. <laughs> Some of these other guys.
3: Would be hilarious uh, if Nacho ends up doing commercials like for Bardol, you know, which is you know, <laughs> notorious for all the babes they have. In there. He,
2: he could do for Hertz. No, no, but but I mean, I I do think it, it you know it, it influences, um you know you get used in the promos and all that. Uh, so he's in the under seventeen category.
3: Right. So uh, of course I know that that sounds so. The, the uh, what, what Hollen and I were talking about is. Uh, is, uh, so is, he's, is one of one of the this is uh the nigris' sister's kid, right?
2: Yeah, so his name is Aldo. Just like the other Aldo. Tames? I don't know if that's his that must be his last name. Uh, Aldo Tames de Nigris. So he's in the under seventeen for Rayados.
3: Alright. Of course, people would have tuned in last week and listened to me gush about Oscar Pareja, they, they would have sworn that, that, that they thought that, that he and I were going to go out and pick out china patterns. So...
2: So, um, <laughs> he, so he, he's... Yeah, he's seven, well, 17. He must be 18 right now, because this is, this is from last year. This is from January of last year. So he so, was 17. He's, he's the son of Leticia de Nigris, who's the older sister, you know, lady. of... of uh, and uh, he's he's a striker, and he's, he's been... Uh,
3: Hey, Joel, has, your, uh, has your, Ameri- your your former Americanista neighbor, has he moved into your, your new neighborhood yet?
2: No, he hasn't. But okay. I think he's tall. I, I don't have it here, but I think he's... Because all these, the niggers they were pretty tall. All of them, they were about six feet, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, something to look forward to. He's he's kind of under the radar right now.
3: So so uh, Tuca makes another change. It's Raul Jimenez, and what does he do? He scores a goal. I'm telling you, Tuca, Genio. So... Wait,
2: and then we have another another promesa here. I don't know if you guys saw it. It was on the Guardian.
3: Oh, the one that plays for Juve.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> that's another story. No, not him. He 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 plays for uh, Juve de, de de Nuevo Toledo. This, this guy is Sebastian Martinez. He's from Chivas. He's on the under seventeen as well. So. uh Guardian was doing the top sixty players, the talent, the top sixty uh, upcoming youth, and uh, the one Mexican is Sebastian Martinez, striker.
0: Well, but did I they think get our,
3: uh, our our buddy uh, Tom and Numeritos Harrison to come on the show now that he's had about a, a month or yeah. so in Mexico.
2: El, El Numeritos, that's right. I was thinking the same thing. He's been going to the games now. Uh, for those that don't know, Tom Harrison is an English guy that he managed to see a Mexican League game at like 3 in the morning.
3: Jefferson Montero is the one and, who, who turned him.
2: And he just loved it, you know, all the attacking football. And and he started just keeping tabs in Mexican League and watching it and, and getting involved. And, and, um, and he lived in the U.S. for a while because he, he works as a coach. Youth coach. So living in the U.S. gave him more chance to keep keep up with um, Liga MX. And then um, he couldn't get he couldn't get his visa. He couldn't get his visa extended because uh, they offered him, you know, the job they offered him to stay longer. And um, asking how I know is I, I worked alongside of him. We did a couple articles together. Really? Uh, so, yeah. So this is stuff he told me. Uh, so then he, he couldn't so get a So You were working alongside him as a
3: coach. You were coaching on the side. No, no, no,
2: not a coach. Writing, writing. No. We, we, we wrote a few articles for Food Mix Nation. Uh, that's how I met him. Uh, anyways. Um.
0: You're
3: such so a you went, boy. You're, you're, are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like uh, I'm a slut. I, I work with a bunch of people, y'all know. No, don't, don't get jello, Um, um a and, and then, uh, so he went back to England, and he's he's trying to figure out what to do. And he ended up getting a job for, I think, his uh, West Ham Academy in Mexico City. Yep. And it was just, you know, he didn't think about it twice. And he's going to all these games now, you know, because he's in the EFE. So he's going to the Olimpico, to the Azteca. He's, he's, just, he's just enjoying it. And uh, he was saying on Twitter that they just, how much of a blast he's having living in Mexico.
3: It's uh, Mexico city is a great city. I mean, you can do pretty much anything you want 24 seven. Cause it's you know, the third largest city in the, in the world.
2: That's still very interesting though. You, you see something at three in the morning, you know, and, and then you,
3: I've had some of the best tacos of my life at three in the morning.
2: The only thing I saw like three the morning was probably Wally George. But I... <laughs> the hot seat. Well, it was like,
3: I'll tell you Probably what was surprising joy, uh, about it. was was walking around. This is like ten years ago. This was right when the you know the the crime was was crazy, but it had actually calmed down enough in Mexico City where where couples were would just walk in a neighborhood you know late at night, which I thought would would just never happen.
2: It wasn't going to turn into a Valentin Trujillo movie.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> we're going to have to go look for revenge. <laughs> I, exactly. I remember those. When, when the crime was high, the Malintzin Trujillo it, it, it was always like somebody's okay. girlfriend got got gang raped. That's right. And then he would just seek Mexican justice.
3: Sam Peckinpah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw those movies at the drive-in. Really? My old man would take me. Yeah. It was,
3: it was well, what, like, what, what drive-in?
2: It was in Santa Fe Springs, right here, and uh, so they'll show like. Uh, They'll show two movies and a cartoons at halftime, but we we will go see the Mexican movies, you know. With, with I
3: need some to... of them
2: even had chente in them,
3: dude. Hey on.
2: I, w- I would uh, well, hang on, hang on. <laughs> but but Trujillo, he was like the Charlie Bronson, you know. He was right. like the Mexican Mr. Majestic. So <laughs> I, I I saw a lot of that. I was too young for that though, John. I don't I don't think I should have been watching that. Gang rapes and, and
3: weren't they like really bloody too? Yeah
2: Yeah they were, man. Yeah they were they were, like, they yeah, they were, they were pretty like bad. They were probably figured I was asleep by then, you know, it's pretty late.
1: Right. <laughs> Got traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> had nightmares and stuff.
2: So 10 minutes yeah. left, 3-2. I think Mexico could hold it, hold on for the win. I think
3: um, they're going to get a fourth. You think they're going to get a fourth? Yeah, because he made a fourth change. It's Tecatito, so Tecatito has to oh, score. Oh, man, Tecatito is. He has to score because uh, it was the fourth
1: change. Is, is teca- he's been fooling some people, and uh, one guy got a little bit upset, and he might get injured. I was like really worried for him. He keeps on doing those. Uh,
3: oh, he just refs. got fouled right. Oh, they told him to get up. The ref told him to get up.
2: Is Tecatito still blonde?
3: He just he just got he,
1: injured he, right now. No, he's not.
2: He was going Super Saiyan for a while.
1: Yeah, see, man, he 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 fools people all the time, and people get upset, and they want to take out revenge on him.
2: Revenge. That that was that was the oh. main of the movies. And Dalmadas was the other. The Dalmada brothers. That was the other. Yeah. Those are the top two movies to
3: watch. Would see a, a, a Cantinflas, Valentín Trujillo mashup? <laughs> maybe. Or a, maybe. Or how about how about a how about an India Maria, Valentín Trujillo mashup? That was that or was in, other... or India Maria is the one who goes out and gets gets the revenge.
2: Well, that was a comedy movie. Sometimes they mixed it up, right? So they'll put like. They'll give you the gritty one, which is either Valentin Trujillo or the the Almeida brothers with their they never seem to put bullets, man. Their six shooters would have like twenty shots. And and then they'll throw the India Maria, which would be like the comedy. Right. Uh,
3: I remember the one where she was a trapeze artist in the circus.
2: <laughs> I, think I saw that one. <laughs> I saw one where she comes to the US. It's called ni de aquí, ni de ya.
3: That one I haven't <laughs> seen. That one That's I haven't one seen.
2: She's she working as like a like. I forgot how she she ends up in the U.S. But I need to rewatch that. You know what I saw. You think,
3: would it be possible, Joel, that, that that India Maria, when she was in the U.S., taught uh, taught this girl to say this?
2: Que ching, chingue a su madre el America. <laughs> Could be, though. I, I never think I heard her say a bad word, man. She was
3: no, pretty they wholesome. No, they definitely kept it clean. They definitely kept it
2: clean. Yeah, she's very wholesome. You know what I did see mashup? Um, Cantinflas and Chabelo. Wow. And, and you could find that clip. It's on YouTube. It's pretty funny. It's a pretty funny clip. Well, when I was Chave- a kid, I Chavelo's playing the little... Huh? When you go would, ahead, go ahead. No, he's just playing the little kid and... and uh, Cantinflas is, is, you know, he's trying to get with this mouth. and and the kid and and the the uh, you know, the girl he's after. The kid comes from school and he's scared, and he's saying this, you know, he's getting bullied. And Cantinflas is like, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of it." And then so the bully comes looking for him, and it's it's Chabuelo and he's he's all tall. It's pretty funny if you if you guys
3: get a chance, you can use Was, was, was it. he dressed as chavello doing it?
2: I think he is. I mean, it's black and white, but it's it's really funny, top to bottom. You can find the clips about five minutes. It's hilarious.
3: Uh, I will definitely uh, look out for that. No, I would say when I was a kid, Cantinflas was uh, uh, he was the, the spokesman in Mexico for uh, for MasterCard, which was down there called Carnet. Carnet, su tarjeta de crédito. And uh, so, so he would do the, the commercials in all of his kids. It was just Cantinflas. He had a couple other characters, too. So he did the commercials where where he was all the guys. It was uh, pretty funny. So three two, uh, Tecatito had a chance but was, uh, was 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 kicked very hard. Gustavo Matosas.
2: <laughs> Latosas. I say this is a good win for the youth to beat this 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 experienced Costa Rica side.
3: Absolutely. You know. You know, and then, you know, when 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 Tuca uh, wins in the Bombonera, then people say, Tuca, no te vayas, Tuca, no te vayas.
2: <laughs> you think Mexico can get the win at the Bombonera.
3: Hey, you never know.
2: Well, I don't think it's impossible, you know, but, I mean, what what team are are is Mexico taking? You know, but if they it, continue it, it, with this youth team.
3: It is a fecha FIFA, so. Well, maybe that's the deal with Argentina. Maybe it's like, hey, we'll go down there, but you know, we'll just we'll both take, you know, experimental squads. But I think Argentina's trying to uh lure Messi into playing one of these.
2: Yeah, well I mean and, and then we have this whole thing that's been going on with some of the experienced players, you know, with Mexico over the image rights. Uh, but, and and it's and I was telling Chicky's earlier how they've been talking about it for weeks now about about La and Chicharito about them you know about them being some of the perpetrators of this stuff uh, from some of the news that got leaked before the World Cup when when you had the the big party and so it says oh, the oh. the squad oh. was divided. Oh, oof man. Oh, oof oh, irre contra oof oh, um, so the, the, the team was divided so you had the, like the Mar- Rafa Marquez group and then you had like the Chicharo group which weren't weren't at the party I thought they but were But the they no they weren't they claimed they later claimed that they were well,
3: that so they, they the, had
2: just they shown they, up and they, left but yeah. it was it was just them showing solidarity because it took them like 3 or 4 days to
3: he, he appeared like on, on like on the Femex official Twitter and said, Yeah, I was at the party with the Putas. We all had a good time, it was great.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, some of these other guys are gone. Well Marcus is gone. He was very influential. I don't know if you guys saw um they had Cuauhtémoc Blanco on one of these TV shows, and and he he talked about it again about how how he was left out of the World Cup. And you were saying how it was that you know the Atlas boys, you know with 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 Marquez how that that they conspired to to take him out of the national team.
3: Yeah, well, you know this stuff always seems to happen um, when there's not a coach. it's cuz the last time you know and, and by the way this is also the anniversary of the uh of the of the big fiesta that they had in monterrey which for whatever <laughs> reason caused such a such a massive uh media shitstorm that lasted years years because you know again you know these the, the, the their choir boys and they, you know they have to go you know be put in the cocoon and 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 not let out at all uh, you know unless they make official Know, national team appearances, even though the concentration had officially ended when they walked out of the stadium. In like fact they even said, Yeah, the the you are on your own the minute you walk out of here, you're on your own. You do whatever you want. And oddly enough it was the same newspaper that that reported on them having a little party in South Africa as I don't know I don't know who could have tipped them off that, that this was happening. <laughs> Excuse me, and uh, so so now they're having this the, the, this other riff, and, and 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 it's because there's no there's no uh, you know there's there, there there there's no there's no leadership right now there's there's a, there's a leadership void because there's no coach.
2: Yeah, but but those guys, if they think that they're going to, you know, have more pull they're mistaken i I've been hearing these type of things since since the nineties
3: yeah and and never a, put said, right and uh you know and, and the reality is is it is that you know both la Luna and chicharito if they want to control their image rights, I get that, but their time on the national team is uh is winding down, so they might be involved in the in the gold cup this coming summer, but that's going to be that's gonna be it for them they're not unless, unless chicharito comes back to to Chivas, oof, you're gonna. To and has you has like a you know a, a 13 14 goal season. Then he's I mean he, his he might as, he might as well be retired from the national team after this gold cup. <laughs> he's uh. And and and, and La Jun, I know he's you know, he playing it he'll probably, you know the same thing for you know the the, the gold cup is there, that's gonna be it for them. We'll see how that.
1: Uh... Uh, a thought came into my mind earlier. when We were talking about this, the future of this team and the youth that's being used right now. Um, I was thinking that with all this youth and this like long term goal of of a uh, U.S. World Cup, uh, if we over target the the team might. End up not being good for the next next World Cup, not not being fully formed, and uh, actually do worse what, this upcoming what, World Cup.
2: What bitter sauce do you use on your food, Petto?
3: Petto, you are you are such you are uh, just, uh, the, the Debbie Downer in you is, is just it's impressive. It is impressive. You're like Eeyore, man. <laughs> oh. How does he go? <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're, well, we're gonna lose we're not gonna do good in the world sound, Cup.
3: sound clip we need a new sound clip <laughs> oh yeah no kidding so, the catito <laughs> like <laughs> almost got his goal i was almost almost uh, took almost had a had a poker a fortune
2: peto eight years is is pretty long man it's it's Pretty difficult. They're, they're,
1: they're targeting for eight years, but then in four years, they're going to be not – like, we're not quite ready. We need four more years. We need eight years. No,
2: not, I in don't th- – no, nah, man, come on.
1: They're still young, though. Like, if they keep on doing these young guys and they get the old generation, like – like. No, but, them, but you're not... hoping
2: to have a core group, so not all of them. You're going to have a good five, six players that you could build a squad around or that you could count on. So a lot of times the goalkeeper – and, and even even Ochoa, man, he he'll be the next Conejosaurus Rex. He could, and I wouldn't mind, you know, personally, I wouldn't mind if Ochoa is, is starting in in 2026. <laughs> you know, he's he's been very reliable.
3: How badass was it of of Tuka to talk about the generational change in 2026? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, the the- and, of course, you know, Conejo will be a candidate for that team. It's just fantastic. No, but oh,
2: okay. but you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and looking at Ochoa, have you guys remember him making like some Error Garrafal in never. the World Cup match? Like never, man. It's been what three World Cups? That's he's has some good consistency, man. I I like his worth. I think so. I I I could see him being one of the third keepers, but but if if with some of these other guys, I'm, Dude, I
3: mean, Ochoa is only he's only thirty two. Or so see, he was twenty, so the twenty-fourteen. Yeah, he's thirty-two. So he's got uh, at least two World Cups left in him. He's gonna be a a cinco. Another copas. cinco, seis copas, right? New so, record. Yeah, yeah, this he's four. already done four.
2: Yeah, so he's gonna be the third. Is it the third or the fourth cinco copas. The fourth. Uh, the fourth, fourth. cinco copa. Because Rafa became the third one. So it's uh, the original cinco copas, goalkeeper from Leon. Um and then uh, Loth, yeah, La Tota Carvajal, and then the German Lothar Matthäus,
3: Rafa, and then and then Memo Chupa. Memo Chupa has a chance to be a, a exa copa, el exa How many cups exactly. uh how many World Cups did Buffon, Buffon did Buffon uh, did. He could have been stopped at four. He would if if he would have if if he would have qualified, he would have been at cinco copas too.
2: Oh that's right. They didn't qualify. Yeah. So so yeah, we're looking at
3: at Memo
2: and and, hey, you're hearing it at the cantina first, man. (laughs) You you won't hear it until like maybe two more years. The the other guys will will talk about it. What's that? (laughs) Oh, memo being a cinco copas, maybe even six.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. I adelantamos mean, aquí.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then Memo's finally going to get his chance to to, to be a, a goalkeeper for a big team once he gets his passport. And then they went. <laughs> <has to laughs> oh, which he should have gotten about, already.
2: I don't know about big team, but I, I, probably like a Valencia, you know.
3: Yeah, he'll get he'll he'll get a shot you get it. I mean, again, your goal. I mean, you know, goalies. Goalies can play, you know, into their late thirties. So he's got a good six years it's, left. In it's playing.
2: rentable. I,
3: I don't know yeah. what, what, how that translates to English. He's very marketable. Yes, but but also very reliable. Yeah, exactly. He is he he is a solid buy. You know what he is? He, he is. He's like that craftsman's screwdriver you have in your in, in your toolbox, or your or your <laughs> uh, or your grip it. Wrench.
2: So, so Tuka got his win of, of his second round. Finally, got a win.
3: He did. They uh, they came from behind twice. Uh, they were down one zero. They tied it. They were down two one. They they equalized and they got the winning goal. And it was uh, and he, with the, by penalty by Raúl Jiménez. Henry Martin came in and scored, and uh, Víctor Guzmán scored a great goal. And unlike Cambios Osorio, his cambios do work. I mean, they did because <laughs> he actually because he he brought in uh, Jiménez and he said play striker instead of quiero que seas mi interior defensivo porque eres muy alto. Hey,
2: I don't know if you guys heard but there's 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 some big rumors going on that Juan Camilo Sosorio might be switching from Paraguay to Colombia Already? Yeah, that in well, in November that he might make the jump in November.
3: They, they already has, didn't like him
2: no, 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 he has a clause in his contract. And, and I guess Colombia might take him after all. Um, I don't know if Hurtado is, is part of that deal. Uh, Hurtado is the big promoter from Mexico who's Colombian or, or has a lot of links to Colombia. And uh, you guys could go see it if you have Instagram. Go to Carlos Hermosillo's Instagram and he did a video where he said he was eating at a restaurant and he overheard Gustavo and the president of the Colombian FA and all that uh negotiating stuff. I don't know why he leaked it, but
3: it's out there main. Maybe that's why we haven't heard from uh Profe lately, because maybe he's <laughs> negotiating with uh with Femex Food right now and to to become one of the uh one of the
2: coaches. Well, hey, what a slap in the face, though, man. Um, you know, if you're the Paraguay FA, I mean, of course they were stupid enough to to want to allow that release class. You know.
3: Do you know who but, the uh, coach was of Paraguay when Mexico uh, whipped them six zero? Hugo. Yes. Six zero in the in the in Copa America. Who was the coach?
2: For Paraguay. Uh huh. Oh man. Chikis? Can't say I remember. Can't say I remember.
3: It was can't... uh el Tata Martino.
2: Oh, damn.
3: <laughs> because in <laughs> the game there was a there was an early penalty because the goalie had tripped Deddy, I think it was. So obviously they can't take the keeper out, so they 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 take another player out. And you're thinking, "Oh, he'll just take a striker." No, he took out a defensive midfielder <laughs> against Mexico. Oh, so Mexico ended up having like 90% of the possession and uh, i mean it, to me it was it was incredibly disrespectful and, and i wouldn't shock and it didn't shock me at all that Hugo said hey, if you're going to do that to us then we are going to punish you and
2: and And punish yeah. you there oh wow
3: yeah it was it was a just That's a, a brutal, good fun fact yeah little little fun fact so um before we wrap it up here tonight then so mexico wins 3-2 they got a, they got to play uh, chile playing chile in uh in Gueretaro in a couple of days so it looks like he's gonna have all of his his full European complement, like Chucky and Raúl and I, I, I. It was just those two that came over, right? Everyone else is from. Thank yeah, I think Chicharo, They're saying that Chicharro
2: and La have been.
3: Well, Chicharro's been sick. Chicharro hasn't played in a month, so there was no way. going no, but was they're saying. Play
2: either way. Yeah, but they're saying that they're not even calling them for the Argentina games.
3: Because of the little spat that they're having right now.
2: Yeah, the only the only player I would like to see in the Argentina games is Vela. I would really like to see him play with and with,
3: with, yeah, the, and if, with if these younger guys. The, if, if his team is in MLS, like in MLS playoffs, because here's, you, you guys will love, this is, uh, so MLS has their playoffs. It starts in a few weeks. So they have like the first round and then they have the quarterfinals.
2: I might just have to go, jump.
3: Yeah. And then, that's right. But then they have the fecha FIFA, so in the so they so the playoffs in MLS take a two week break because of the fecha FIFA. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, talk about <laughs> talk about losing interest. Talk about losing interest. Man, I mean, they man. have they have no choice. I I, I get it, but you know Think, you know. Tell, tell me again why your calendar works so well for you
2: MLS. You know you know what was losing interest? Uh, that the league goes on during the World Cup.
0: Yeah, I mean, oof.
2: I remember I was following, I was covering the Chivas USA, and uh, and I remember that I was going almost every other week, and I was keeping close tabs. And then the World Cup, I just completely forgot. I was like, what?
3: Yeah, Yeah, So, so that happened. Now, this is like now. Now, what's worse? MLS schedule, you know, scheduling the playoffs around the FIFA like that or when Mexican teams used to play the Li- Libertadores and had a, a Liguilla game and the Femex food would say, no, we can't suspend the Liguilla game. You know, you're going to have to play both. And then, you know, America has to send a, the B team down to Libertadores because, you know, they can't send a B team to Liguilla.
2: Fem- Femex food allowing Monterrey to postpone a league match so they could host a friendly because they're inaugurating their stadium. That's that was bad. Well, while the Libertadores team in like in semifinals, they don't they don't get that
3: right. So for for folks that wanna wanna make fun of MLS uh, about about that, remember remember your siente tu liga, as they say. Well, gentlemen, uh, I think that that uh, we have a, a, a good spot for us to to wrap it up here. And I got the. A little commentary on the game. Uh, we talked. Uh, we talked on Meda. We talked. We talked a little Chivas as we always do. We talked to Tuca. the Mexican national, the, the women's Mexican national team. Unfortunately, did not qualify. And good on Panama for uh, for, for 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 getting the opportunity. It looks like they'll be playing. I think Jamaica for the uh, for the, uh, the the playoff because I don't think either of them are going to beat Mexico, Canada, or or the U.S. So they'll, they'll get the two bids and then. The way that it works is uh, then the the, the 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 losers of the semifinals will play each other for the third spot, and then the loser of that game will play the the in a repechaje with the the, the team that earned the half spot in uh, in South America. So either Panama or Jamaica or have well both of them have potentially three chances
0: to make the World Cup. Actually, they both have three chances because even if they lose the game, they still go to uh, to the repechaje.
3: So there you have it. Mexico could have could have been one of those teams, but it did not work out for them. Cheeky. So you still have any uh, relatives in Pensacola because they got uh, they got rocked pretty hard.
1: If you did, yeah, my, my parents are over there. It wasn't too bad. Uh, a little bit of rain, and then oh, that was it. Uh, I'm, I'm going I'm to
3: call BS on that. I'm sure that it was probably a little, a little more harrowing than a little bit of rain. Because, I mean, I've seen images of Pensacola. I mean, it got leveled, dude. I mean, leveled.
1: Oh, well, 40 minutes away from Pensacola.
3: Uh, oh, okay. Are they inland or, or, like, further west?
1: Oh, yeah, Pensacola's the beach. So they are about 30 minutes inland, so. Fort Walton Beach is a uh, beach south of where they live.
3: Oh, okay, and then, and and then they made it out okay because I mean didn't they almost take like a direct hit.
1: Uh, I think it hit it, it it hit Panama City. You're talking about Panama City, probably. Panama City got hit directly, I believe. And then that's further that's further down. And then you have up towards Louisiana, up towards Alabama is where my parents live, and then Pensacola is right on the border with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Even further away.
3: Well, I mean, still. It's,
1: uh, yeah, it was close. It was. Yeah. Uh, they,
3: they if, they, if they didn't sustain any major damage, then they got they got very lucky.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah. they were lucky to to get through it. No problem.
3: That's good. Well, oh, I'm glad to hear that they were uh, that they were okay then. Yeah. So, hurricanes. I've I've of all places to be. During, I've, I've, I have actually experienced a hurricane, and I was in New York City of all places, like 20 years ago, in New oh. York City, and it was it was crazy. It was incredibly windy, and what I remembered about it is that the rain hit you, and in, and in, it was it was like circular, so you were being rained on in all directions, like like just yeah. constantly. It was just it would just spin right around you, just rain all over you absolutely bananas but then the next day it was clear it was, it was just beautiful and clear and, and you know, that was that
1: we used to go surfing before the hurricane come, came over
3: uh, because of the uh, the waves
1: yeah but they're all choppy so it was garbage it wasn't, it wasn't good
3: yeah well Joel thank you for joining us sir
2: thank you John always a pleasure and mm-hmm. uh, thank thank you for joining in los amiguis the Twitter and not the other sites.
3: No, oh, did they? Were they? Were they participating on the chat? Because I did not look at the chat.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, some of our good friends were there talking about L
3: three. Well, they got the result. They, well, you know, they got a good result, three uh, two. They looked good. They, uh, they looked like they kind of had a little bit more of an idea about what they what they wanted to do. Played a good team in Costa Rica and then got a good result. So 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 good on them. I'm sure took up yeah. plenty, plenty of notes. Plenty of. He notes. Did.
2: He did have that big notebook. So yeah. Now,
3: now but before I let you go, were, were you the one that was taunting Chikis and I with with the big two zero win that that Chivas had against Pumas in a friendly? Was that you, or was that was that a, was that another Chivas man? No, you know
2: I brought it up, but it was for another reason. It wasn't for the win. There was something relevant about it. Now I can't remember anymore. <laughs> Unless it was it was Juan, he's been he's been kind of feisty. Well, a I, I, las I have, but
3: I, I feel I I feel bad for 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 Profe Juan because I I I provoked him. See, <laughs> uh, and I, I have to admit, if he's looking for anyone to blame in, the, in this whole situation that has arisen between Profe and I, it's you, Joel, for 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 letting me know that. That, that oh. Hans Westerhoff is the coach. When, it just when they came, played <laughs> in the final.
2: It just came back to me. The game <laughs> was played in San Jose. Okay. That's why I was talking about the win because that's where Mati.
3: Was. Oh, well, there so you I go. I
2: said, is, "Is Mati did he go to the stadium?" And I was talking about because one of the one of the uh, I think one of his assistants is going to be uh, El Maestro Benja. So I really? was saying, uh, are they going to negotiate for Benja Jr.? Maybe La Chofis, Who <laughs> knows? He might. They might push to bring some some uh, Chiva alumni, you know.
3: Man, La to into would, the would, into would, the would fold light up, would light up MLS, would light up MLS.
2: Yeah, I think <laughs> you know, if if he gets his mentality straight, man, because he's he's too, you know, he needs to concentrate. He's has a lot of talent. He's just not focused.
3: He needs to get his good, his head good with ball.
2: Yeah, because this guy has the talent to be one of the Liga MX top players and
3: superstars. He's,
2: he just not. He he he. Every now and then he'll do something that wow's everyone, makes the highlight reels. And then he disappears, you know. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Pero ya, ya me tengo que ir, chavos.
3: Yeah, does pegando Joel?
2: Sí, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay. All right, Joel. Well, glad to have you on. Chiquis, uh, thanks for sending us up. I know you were in New York. Yeah, that's uh, no problem. Appreciate you. And and then thanks to everyone on the chat for joining us. And thanks to you, the listener, for listening to us live Thursdays on YouTube, or by downloading us onto your listening device of your choice uh, through iTunes or Google Play. I wonder if if you could say on one of those little Google things. Hey Google, play Cantina Meki's podcast and then it just pops right on. I bet you you could. Cheekies.
1: I'll try it. I'll try. It. I'll try Alexa when I get home.
3: Well, yeah, you'll have to you'll have to do that. You have one of those in your house? So you're letting Amazon listen, listen to your every
1: conversations? Yeah. Just like my phone does also. <laughs> Any microphone we have with technology is listening. Somebody's oh, yeah. listening.
3: Samba yeah. It is uh, a very very wise point well chiquis uh they get a big win. they play uh chile next uh, early next week in Querétaro. uh tuca the tuca train keeps rolling and uh by by the end of these six games, I bet you the the, the fans will be saying, Tuca, no don't leave, tuca stay, stay, Tuca, don't go anywhere yeah is, is what's gonna end up happening. Be well, Thanks, Chicky's, for hooking us up, and again, thanks everyone for 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 tuning in here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. My name is John Jagu for Juan Aceves, Teto Campa. This is John Jagu saying goodnight, and we'll talk to you guys next week.